When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to this special episode of the Widow 180 podcast. Today's episode is a little different. I've been doing some incredible interviews these past few months, and I've asked some of my guests to share their best advice on how to get through the holidays. Whether it's that first year or several years later, the holidays can be difficult. It's a time of year where we slow down and reflect and enjoy time with family. And since the focus is on family, that's what makes it even harder for widows. We, of course, realize the absence of our husbands all the time. But during the holidays, that empty feeling intensifies. Oftentimes, we focus on what's missing and not on the wonderful things we still have in our lives. Our kids, our fur babies, the love and support of our friends. This is also a time for gratitude. It's a time to reflect on what we do have and reflect on all of the wonderful memories of our loved ones. We still have those memories. We still carry that love with us, the love that we had. That will never go away, ever. I did an interview with Kristen Kirk in November. It was episode 21, so you can go back and listen to it. But here's some advice from Kristen on how to get through the holidays. Lots of widows are dreading this time of year. So what advice can you give them to get through it? I think something that really helped us is I, not necessarily for holidays, because for my son in particular, he was so young when his dad passed away that we didn't get to do holiday traditions together. Um, however, I, for instance, on his birthday, I will let balloons go. And we'll send them up to heaven so that daddy gets balloons on his birthday. Um, so I would encourage people to, you know, do something that creates a t- tradition to, you know, honor your, your, your husband or your fiance or even your boyfriend that passed away. Whoever that person was to you, um, create a t- tradition now that includes them that you can carry on. And then... That will encourage the conversations where you wind up talking about all the great memories and things like that. And yeah, it's a little sad because it is what it is. But, you know, oftentimes you forget about things until somebody prompts your memory because our memory has so many things going in it all of the time that unless it's triggered to remember something, it's in there, but you don't think about it. So if you do those things, I know memories are something that we all, as widows or widowers, you know, whoever, you grasp onto those, like, as tight as you can because you don't want to forget. 
And so one of the things that I want to do is create a journal where every time I have a memory, big, small, little, whatever, I write it in that journal so that 10 years from now when I can't remember something and I want to, it's there on that journal or in that journal or, you know, do it on like voice record, however you want to do it. But I, I really feel like that would be something good for somebody to carry out. And so maybe on Christmas, you get that out and you read all the good memories and every year you're able to add another one because you're like, oh, I was talking about daddy and I remember da 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 da, you know? You know, just creating traditions that include them, you know, if you're able. If you're not able, then, and you just aren't there yet, then I would say just try to pick your favorite or your best or your most incredible memory with your significant other and replay it in your mind until you feel a little bit better. Yeah. And then go tackle the world like you know you have to, you know? But we don't have a choice. This is this is what we got to do. So yeah, better that we can make it, the more successful it will be. Yeah. So many times we think of our family traditions during the holidays, what we usually do with that person, and what in the world are we supposed to do now without them here to enjoy them too? The key word here is supposed to do. We get stuck on the things we think we're supposed to do or what's expected of us. Here's some advice from Kim Murray of Widow411.com. Her interview was episode 18 if you want to go back and listen. Here's what she said. What advice would you give them for just getting through the holiday season? I would say do what you want that brings you peace. Okay. I mean, I tried to make everything the exact same that first year after Mark died. Okay. I did everything. We stayed home. I put up decorations, everything, the mantle, everything looked exactly like it did. The only thing that missing obviously was their father, you know, Mark was missing, but I tried to do everything else the exact same way. And I hated every single minute of it. I hated it. Yeah. And I thought that I'm thinking I'm doing something for everybody else, but I'm not honoring what I needed to do for me. And I think we get stuck in that a lot with, you know, when we have kids and extended family and, you know, Mark was an only child. So his parents are, are my family. I mean, they're my, they're still in our lives. I mean, they're, we're very close. And so I wanted to do the same thing we always did for everybody else's sake, but almost had a nervous breakdown in the process. So my advice would be do what you need to do for yourself Right. It brings you peace. And you don't have to have, um, you don't have to do what everybody else thinks you should do. And you don't have to have that, the, the thought that this is my, this is going to be my holiday forever. You know, no. maybe just that first year you take a time out exactly. <laughs> and then the next year you might feel completely different. And you know, well, that's, it. that's it. I mean, the first year we stayed home and the next year we left. I'm like, I do not mm-hmm. want to be here for Christmas. I don't. And now mm-hmm. that my kids are older, um, I don't do as much decorating as I used to do because nobody helps me anyway. And I am quite frankly done with dragging everything out by myself and putting everything up and taking it down by myself. And they maybe notice it, maybe don't, I don't know. So, you know, <laughs> after a while I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I decided to just, um, I still do 
you know, other family ritual stuff with them, but yeah. Oh, I think we get way too caught up in what we're supposed to do according right. to other people. <laughs> and I'm saying don't get caught up in that. Do what you want to do. Yeah. That you peace. Exactly. That's great advice. So the question is then, how can we honor our loved ones at Christmas? What can we do to make it feel like they're still a part of the celebration? And here's what Autumn Tolley Jackson suggests from episode 20. Autumn has some great advice. Take a listen here. Any advice for how to get through or have a non-stressful holiday season? Yes, do whatever you need to do, which is always, all these things are easier said than done, right? But I think so often, especially around the holidays, we feel like there's expectations of us. If you don't decorate, you're going to be the only house on the street that didn't decorate. Or if you don't do this with your kids, or you don't have a tree, or you don't go and spend time with family, it feels like there's so many expectations, and it's so tiring (laughs) to try to deal with those and feel like you need to. And the thing is, you don't need to. You don't need to spend time with family if you would rather just spend the day and cry because you're sad. Or you can spend time with family and just say, hey, I might cry because I'm sad and this is hard. (laughs) And it is really what you want to do. If you want to keep up traditions because you like those traditions, that's great. But if those traditions just feel too hard to do, make new traditions. Go on a trip. There's nothing that says you have to do what you've always done or what people expect you to do. Think about what you need and do that. And if you have kids, talk to them and see what they want to do. A lot of kids um, from other widows I've known, they really, especially the older kids, they don't like celebrating the same way they used to. They want something different. But have those conversations and do what you need to do. And the people who love you should understand eventually. So what did you do your first Christmas? Um, I had everybody at my house. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And I have a big family and a big extended family and Kyle's family was there and Joe's family was there. And I think we had 25 people in my house. Oh, wow. In hotels and in campers and sleeping on the floor. And, um, it was chaotic, but I, it was nice because I didn't have to do anything. I mean, they came to my house, but they did all the cooking and everything yeah yeah um i didn't feel up to traveling and i didn't feel like i didn't want to have three separate christmases with all the different families well because then you had kyle there and so did you have there's always a question that comes up about stocking stuff you know like did you have a stocking for joe or no we did we actually had stockings made and we had a stocking made for joe And I debated a lot about what to do with it. And what we ended up doing was we just said, he's in our hearts. It's Christmas. If you guys want to make him a Christmas present or a note or a picture, we'll put it in his stocking. And so we still hang up his stocking every year. And he's just got a handful of little pieces of paper in there that the kids have given him. Oh, my God. How sweet. It helps him be a part of Christmas and a part of the family without being here. Oh, God. You still do that? Yep. Wow. That's awesome. That's a great idea. In episode 22, in my interview with Christine Jameson, 
she had a suggestion about not counting the days up to an event and not focusing on the negativity of an upcoming date or event. And here's what she says. Advice that you can give other widows on how to get through the holidays, because this is kind of tough. Like, tell us what your first Christmas looked like. Yeah, so I think the best advice that I have followed was, um, again, another writer that really helped me, set me on my journey, was um, Christina Rasmussen. She... um, writes um what is her blog called um it's it's second firsts um is her kind of um page she wrote an article called i believe it was her that wrote this don't get on the anniversary train and that was one that i really sunk my teeth into and it basically is just stop looking at these firsts every single thing that you're doing as like this negative thing where you're just like oh my god this is when the person died and this is whatever so I kind of try to focus on that stuff when it comes to the holidays and how, you know, how I'm going to live, I guess. It's not like I try not to count down the minutes and be like, this is the first whatever with without him. And this is the second whatever without him. And when you live in the bone marrow transplant world, you live every day by counting. So I had counted, it was T plus however many days, the transplant plus however many days um, was kind of how I lived my life up until a certain point when I kind of had read some of this um, literature about, you know, not counting the days and not counting these, um, these, you know, events. Yeah. Um, I decided to stop counting the days. So Christmas was Christmas and we were able to enjoy it as a family and, and try to create new routines and, and um, yeah, it was, it was tricky though, for sure. You know, it's hard when you have your first year with nothing in your stocking and no presents under the tree, you know, yes. some things done. I mean, my mother-in-law is a great Santa fill-in, but um, it's, it's not quite the same. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And finally, I did an interview with Jenna LeBron, who talks about starting new traditions with your family. Here's her suggestions. How did you get through, like, that first Christmas and did you start any new traditions or were you just trying to get through it at the time? And, you know, what advice could you give to, to some people for getting through Christmas? I will say that, um, I will say you just think of something that would, that you think would honor them in the best way possible. So if they loved, um, you know, golf or if they loved, a specific, you know, anything, a hobby, um, you know, or if they love gardening, just plant a tree in their memory or, you know, do that every year or just maybe go off of what, um, their loves and interests were and, and, and make that a tradition and do something in that realm every year. We, he, he loved a lot of things, but we decided on, um, every year on the, actually, some people do it on their birthday, but um, we decided to do it on the anniversary of his death. So May 28th every year, we, um, I had the kids write, uh, we, I, have, I get those Chinese lanterns, the ones you light up and they float in the sky. So I know it's probably like super illegal over here with all the power lines, but we still we go like in a really open area. We go to like this open field where there's no power lines and we just like cross our fingers and hope for the best. But um, so the kids write, the kids write messages 
on the lantern to their dad. Like, dad, I miss you so much. I love you. And every year I take pictures of the kids with their lantern and their message. Um, and then they, we release them. And we say, these are being sent up to your dad in heaven and he's going to get them. And so they float up and we watch them float away. And last time we did it, last time we did it, the crazy thing is they let them go together and they stayed. The lantern stayed within a foot of each other the entire way in the sky until we could not see them anymore. Wow. I was like the craziest thing. <laughs> so that's what we do. And I, and a lot of people, I, I know I listened to a, a couple, another interview on your podcast, I think, and they did a similar thing. Um, so that's what we do. And, but for Christmas, I, we just, we don't do anything. We don't have any special rituals for Christmas. We do hang his stocking. Okay. Um, we still hang his stocking and, um, but we don't have any special rituals. And I, it, I will say that first Christmas was very hard for us. I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't even, I remember it being hard. I just don't remember how we got through it, but I guess I just, I know. I don't know. I, I would just say to, my advice would be to just think of something that you know would honor them, a love and interest that they had and just go with that and just, you know, yeah make it into a tradition like make it make yeah. it a thing that that they do every year so awesome i hope that these suggestions were helpful and that you can take away something a piece of something that resonates with you that will help you get through this holiday season with a sense of peace in your heart i wish all of you so so much love and joy and hope and peace this christmas from all my heart Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.